Okay, test, test, one, two, three. Yep. Yes. G'day, everybody. Today we are at Sea Lab in Taipei in Taiwan. Maybe you want to start by introducing yourself. Hello, uh, all the audience, and yeah, my name is Wu Daokun, and yeah, I'm working here in C Lab, and uh, now uh, my job title is the director of contemporary art platform. Yeah, exciting. You and I have been working on an exchange yes, between yes, Australia and Taiwan. Yeah. yeah, super exciting. Uh, are there any other? Um, previous job titles that you want to talk about, or careers, or yeah, lots, a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, okay. So I might be um, bother you sometimes. Then uh, I will start uh, maybe a short, long story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, I I think I spent the uh, third of fourth uh, in my entire life you know work with the art fields and different parts from the visual arts and uh, theaters performance and uh, uh, new media stuff and and even the uh, art admin administrations mm-hmm. yeah and so on so um yeah first of all of course um I will be uh, training uh, as an artist at the most beginning. So I was graduate from the uh, National Taipei University of Fine Arts and the Fine Arts Department. Yep. Then uh, after graduate school, um, I went to a uh, different residency. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for example, at the... Uh, um, Nifka Nautical uh, Institute of Contemporary Art in Finland at 2002. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then uh, I went to New York. I applied the uh, ACC Asia Cultural Council uh, the, uh, residency project and I got the uh, Gago Art Prize at that moment. So yeah, so let me have a chance go to uh, New York stay for uh, six months yeah so then uh, because of New York is quite inspiring Mm -hmm. yeah for everybody Mm -hmm. so I pray again the other residency uh, from uh, Mok from Taiwan and I went I luckily I got it so I went to the uh, ISCP residency yeah yeah in New York what year was this? Uh, 2006. Yeah. Yeah. And did you have to apply with a specific concept or idea that you would work on? Uh, actually, at that moment, um, they just uh, check what you want to do and what your uh, previous like uh, uh, artworks mm. so on. So it doesn't need to be like you need to apply for the mm-hmm. different uh, specific things yeah then after lot 
then uh, I come back to Taiwan and we initiate another alternative space called uh, VDR Salon and with a different artist together. Oh, so, yeah, and an artist collective. Yeah, as an artist collective. Wow. And luckily, that space, you know, still surviving wow. until now. Okay. And we have our own space, yeah, in Taipei near the Taipei Fire Museum. Oh, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. And how many artists are involved? Uh, eight. Oh, yeah, we have uh, eight artist members and slash some of them they are curators. Okay, yeah. okay. Did you know when you were being an artist that you also would be a curator? Actually, at the beginning, no. <laughs> I, I haven't imagined that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the beginning, no. I, I just think I want to uh, create uh, I want to work with on my art. Yes. I want to uh, develop many things on um, on my research or create uh, different um, like uh, video or installations yes. and so on. Yeah, but uh, in two thousand eight, there's a chance. Um, one of my f- uh, friends, and he's a. Um, I met him in New York. Uh, he's a Korean uh, curator, and his name called Yi Dae-hyung. Yeah, and at that moment, he was studied at Columbia University for his master degree, and he wanted to do his um, graduate show in Seoul mm. at the museum called Hangala Museum Seoul Art Center. Then, actually, that's a affair plus. Uh, a big show so he invited of course his professor Mm -hmm. from Columbia go to uh, Seoul and also he asked me for a favor and he told me Daokun what if I uh, invite you as a guest curator and I give you the whole floor of the museum space yeah then and please bring some you know talent and excellent Taiwanese artists come over to uh to so and I think okay why not that's a good chance then and I do know a lot of good Taiwan artists mm. yeah so I apply the funding for them yes. yeah then above uh, I think 11 or 12 artists then we go to uh, so wow. yeah and that what was your focus what was the curatorial focus at that time uh i think uh it's a illusion theater the the title yes. yeah of the uh, the show and because um, and it's kind of like a contemporary art taiwan thing so on then uh, i invited several artists and who are focused on uh, they use um, like a new media and the projections and all link with they try to make uh, different kind of illusions things mm. yeah and you know artists they are like, like magicians i think this when yeah. i see some dancers especially yes. poppers or break dancers yes. or uh, yeah, even some of my favorite Taiwanese artists, Yushin Su, and I think, ah, she's making it magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's the things I, that's the first, uh, um, like, international uh, curatorial stuff I'd okay. I done before. Okay. And Was actually, it more stressful than being an artist or less stressful than being an artist? Actually, I have a lot and a lot of 
um, artist friends tell me, hey, do you really have a, a talent to be a curate? Yeah, and actually at that time, that year I was uh, get another residence in Tokyo oh, yeah. at the Tokyo Wonderside at that moment. Oh, yeah. So um, after uh, three months residence, I fly from Tokyo and to Seoul directly and I met with those artists in Seoul and it was really fun actually and we you know um, uh, at that moment actually I think that's the uh, beyond the uh, remember others crisis so mm. yeah and actually a lot of Taiwan artists you know who they are sold first their piece at that affair. Oh. Yeah. It, wow. it was called, okay. uh, the, yeah, the whole thing was called uh, Buddha Asia. And Taehyung, uh, the friend of mine, yeah, he come up with this idea trying to combine the museum show and curatorial statement and with the affair together. And at that, at that time, it's quite cutting edge in Asia. Yeah. Yeah, and he do know lots of good collectors in in Korea. So many artists, I think, they are very happy about that results. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you keep going back and forth between doing work and curating other people's work at that stage. At that time, yeah. Then, um, yeah. Then after. Lot I got a chance. Um, actually, my professor uh, at the uh, TNUA uh, he invited me go back to uh, work as a curator at the Guangzhou Museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember that year was uh, 2011. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So actually, that's my uh, first uh, serious job. <laughs> In in my life, uh-huh. yeah, and so I um, went back to the I know my my school and okay. start work as a curator in there. But when you are because the world is different now than yeah. it was when when you were were at school. Yeah. So what do you? How do you choose what is still useful to tell the students? And. Mm. I think for the students, um, you know, until now, still I'm uh, kind of teaching in the university. Mm. Yeah, and it's more than 10 years already. Mm. So um, I agree with you, the world changes a lot. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, 20 years ago or two decades ago, we, 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 we couldn't imagine, like, how we no. couldn't imagine, you know, uh, we wear the mask for three years. Uh, yeah. yeah. And we couldn't imagine those uh, COVID things yeah. and actually changed everything. Oh, yeah. I couldn't even imagine taking selfies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and you couldn't imagine, you know, uh, I think not 20 years ago, all the when we are go to museums, we yeah, go to yeah. the uh, galleries. If you want to take the uh, pictures, yeah. you need to apply and yeah. get the permission. Yeah. But now, now all the museums, expected. yeah, they 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 want they want you, you to. yeah they want you to <laughs> do it. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually, it really changes a lot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when 
when I wanted to go and train with a dance company, yes, 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 I I got the phone number of the director, yeah, and I called the director and I said, would you mind if I came to learn how to do what you do? But now it's there's so many barriers and mm-hmm. you have to pretend that you're professional even if you're just a student and you have to go you have to fill out yeah applications and yeah 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 so the world is somehow closer together but then more um there's more bureaucracy in between yeah in in the way i agree yeah. that yes because it used to just be that if something was inspiring mm. to you you would see if you can meet that person mm. that that's what i remember yeah i Totally agree with you because um, um, you know we have um, from the age you know with uh, ho- actually not really any regulations, yeah. Mm. But now, uh, as you mentioned, we need to apply and it's mm. a lot of things, yeah. But uh, the old time, which is good, but also very dangerous, mm. yeah. But meanwhile, uh, now this um, time or this age. Um, that's a different, but uh, any anybody who uh, has a skill, who knows how to uh, promote themselves, they get a chance. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, sometimes you spend more time promoting yourself than doing the work. That oh, that's that's the other things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you choose which medium you would use? for your artworks okay um that's also a good question um actually uh when i was in the university i was a student um, i was in the uh, painting department painting. at the beginning yeah. yeah but our university actually who never really uh well uh bonding what you know you uh, any kind of material you want to use ah. so i uh, after like a uh, uh, second degrees and i never did any paintings <laughs> <laughs> yeah then okay i just doing i i like to take a photo i like to uh doing the video things so i learn how to editing by my own and and our university we have the editing room in the time and like every row oh. actually an analog stuff oh. yeah and we learn it yeah and it's quite fun yeah yeah okay. And it's built up all of the concepts, you know. But you could still, this is long ago where you could still smoke inside? A lot of time, yes. You were smoking and then editing the analog? Uh, actually, I don't smoke. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, because my father, you know, was a uh, heavy smoker when I was kids. So, ah, okay. I, at that moment, and, you know, I decided I don't want to smoke. Any other, did you get any other accidental... Um, wisdom where mm. you you saw that your your father or your parents or your grandparents were doing something and you were like I don't want to do that um, I saw my family slay one of my uncle and he spent a lot of time to do the gambling uh, yeah mm-hmm. and it's really shock mm. <laughs> yeah okay. so that's the other story yeah uh, yeah, it's another story. But yeah, sometimes some of the um, the best lessons people teach us accidentally mm. and we don't, yeah, they don't even know that they're giving us a good life lesson. Okay, so we've spoken a little bit about what 
which is what you do mm-hmm. but let's go a little bit deeper with that what what is the what is the inspiration like how do you make what are you focused on what is the artistic agenda uh, I think there's a few um, perspective you know I always really focus it and one is uh, just we like mentioned about the media uh, the environment or change from uh, radio television and internet and now like social media things yeah and because I um, also uh, teach in the university at uh, I have a class called uh, new medias and creativities yes yeah so this has become like a long-term research perspective I you know uh, I focus on and the second things as the about the the um, political uh, things above the you know Taiwan and like uh, a perspective Asia yes. stuff yeah okay so so it's like a very true uh, burden wise things and and might be also like um, how to uh, tell the story and yes. as a artist or curate yeah because so in my mind on one hand if you're teaching new media mm-hmm. that means it's always new Yep. There's always a different interface or a different set of tools. Um, but that is usually about what, what if, what is possible. But then if, and if on top of that you're thinking about um, political relationships or international placement of Taiwan, then you're thinking about ideologies. And that is more about what should yep. we be trying to do, what should we value and who should we align ourselves with historically as mm-hmm. well. That sounds like everything. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah, that's true. Uh, what <clears throat> do you think that the new media is a new set of mediums or do you think it's just a cheaper, quicker, more affordable version of the same medium mm-hmm. it's still visual it's still sound it's still but now it can be digitized or sent or mm. um i think the media actually is kind of um a, a passage or turn on you know you are engaged with the uh the other person yeah so you know even like like analog media or yes. digital media yes. then um, I can raise a case um, you know in um, 2011 and last year is the 100 year of the you know Taiwan which is called Republic of China the 100 year anniversary and I curate an exhibition at the Kaohsiung Museum and the title is called uh, Republic Without People then good title yeah and that's the thing is talk about the um, Taiwan the relation between Taiwan and China and what is uh, the ideologist yeah. and how come the Taiwanese artists or t- uh, Taiwan people been education for many many years and you are 
Chinese. And, but you know, when we realize, when we grow up, and that's another story. So um, at, for that, that exhibition, and we making a lot of, uh, you can call a uh, exhibition trailers uh, and put on YouTube. Uh, and that's very new at the moment. Yeah. So um, because, you know, I'm I'm a video artist. I have known this kind of knowledge and I have a, uh, friends and we shoot a lot of videos mm. for promoting the show. Yeah, cool. yeah. So even now you still can find that on the uh, on the uh, YouTuber, yeah. yeah, YouTube, and uh, and luckily the show, you know, breaking the record of the Kaohsiung City Museum, the visitors wow. a lot, a lot years, yeah, nice. and they even uh, extend the exhibition period, wow. yeah. So um, it's kind of really successful show, and also uh, with that show, uh, we won the Taishin Art Prize. Uh, the uh, jury's uh, award at that year and next year. So, um, but the really f um, focusing on how to compile this yes. uh, to perspective and telling the, uh, the story to the audience and because the media, they have a different, um, you know, angle or perspective you can, you know, reach to anybody right now and through many, many ways. Yeah. So, um, at that time we're trying to use, uh, we think all oh, this can be cool. And because in Taiwan, a lot of exhibition actually is quite uh, old school mm. at the moment. Yeah. Right, right now. Even, even now, or oh, back then. But yeah. even now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even now. But, you know, we're trying to use, like, new stuff and yeah. try to introduce our patients. So um, a lot of students, even, they saw the patient and come back to us, say, oh, you know, now I understand uh, our um, education book, actually, which is telling a lie story to us. Yes. Yeah. And they understand why, you know, as a uh, Taiwanese artist or curator, when we travel in other countries, what we are be asking or be facing for. And, you know, normally in Taiwan, we are not eagerly to tell in the political sense or political uh, things when, I, when we was in Taiwan. But when we go out, you know, our uh, foreigner friends and people, they always uh, asking us so on so then we have to learn back our uh, uh, looking back our history and trying to uh, regenerate and to tell them wow yeah so yeah. that's the interesting part and do you sometimes decide that it's better or more relevant or more supporting for the artwork to use old media rather than new media um, I think that's by different case because older media or old stuff, old stuff actually you can dig in some new way to uh, expect it or yes, you can yes. yeah display it on the so new it's actually new the way. way that the artist treats the yes, media is yeah. what makes it new yes. or not new yeah so uh, sometimes old can be new of old course is new okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah because I sometimes think that um 
some things we think we're doing, like we like the uh, experimental sound lab, such an incredible setup, and it's it's a it's a new media space. But then I think if I go to the cinema, I'm not thinking about that it's a new media space or that it's exciting or anything. I'm just like, yeah. this is how I live. This is, and and that what cinema actually is doing is calling on a canon of many generations of age to build what is the artist treatment of the experience so it's like yeah but for the sound lab actually you know we're trying to provide artists and yes. they can have these kind of incredible uh, space that they can um, you know they can use their uh, talent to use those uh, uh, giga stuffs or otherwise you know we always go to the cinema and to see the Hollywood movies uh, and what kind of the <laughs> you know okay incredible sound system and yeah. we have on the cinema in yeah. the cinema but you know when you are a, a song artist and a composer you can yeah. use those stuff and that sounds amazing to them right that's what I was thinking that actually oh, it's who gets the access exactly and then Okay, so when you bring artists in and you give them either the technology of a dance studio or the technology of a 48-speaker sound system or the technology of your recording studio, then then what? What is the discourse or what is the hope? Mm, I think uh, now we have to define um, what is the called of C-Lab. Yes. Yeah. yeah or, but also this is part of your yeah, yeah, passion. Yeah, well. because the, um, uh, in C-Lab actually we have a different uh, project and now um, uh, I have to say the creator's uh, project actually is really like a main uh, core of the C-Lab. We're trying to, um, we just build a platform and let the audience, they come up and we're trying to uh, help them, to assist them and trying to um, give them, uh, uh, using their talent and try to find the boundary of the art they can reach. Yeah, so we don't trying to uh, you know, giving some limitations, yes. yeah, which is well, we don't want to do. So for the creators project, actually, mm, this is uh, fifth years, and through um, so this uh, this five years, actually, we support more than sixteen uh, different art projects, wow. and uh, yeah, of course, uh, the results sometimes really good, and sometimes we think, oh, that's it, we think it can be uh, more wild or more exciting but you know we don't really judge which is no and yeah. sometimes it's not yet finished yes yeah it's, un ongoing, it's ongoing ongoing mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so uh, we just wait and see and maybe uh, one or two years later actually that project can be done and come up with a very beautiful and yeah. Yes, and maybe not even here. I'd say yeah, maybe yeah, but we are there. totally open for this. Yes, yeah. And so this is what we think is that we should provide for the Taiwan or international art things. Yes, I was thinking this when I, I worked with Ke Young in mm -hmm. the studio, in the Creators Lab, and I thought, wow, this is very exciting mm. because we now have what the artists need without a demand for what they should uh, produce now. Yeah, but we know that because we're surrounding them with people who are challenging them, 
and supporting them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, Yen Fung is yes. one of the mentors that I worked with in Vienna in yeah. 2010. And I was very, yeah, great program. Mm. Yeah, so with those um, like Ke Yang or Yen Fang or and or you also uh, we also invite like uh, uh, S R Johnson mm. those and um, Yu Xin yeah they like come the back Yuxin, to yeah. talk that with them. That install that yeah. Yu Xin did this wow it was mm. impressive. Yeah, so I think that can be we are trying to. Um, Built. It's not like a new model. We're trying to uh, bring them or give them some good advice. Then last at yes. yeah, we we didn't really criticize or judge them because art cannot be judged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's the. I think yeah, I think this as well, especially if maybe the artist is makes art. It maybe it doesn't seem like something yet. Yeah. And then in the future, the world changes, and then we realize, oh, the artist could see something that we couldn't see yet. What's what's your biggest hope for all of your efforts around curating projects mm-hmm. and supporting artists, and also connecting people beyond Taiwan? Yeah, I think this is the another main purpose or main goal. You know, mm. like want to. Uh, reach or want to approach you know, we trying to build a um, it's kind of really um, how do I how do I say that um, we trying to build a ship but without any form <laughs> or without anything you know any boundary and so uh, for the artist or for the for C-Lab actually it's we're trying to make anything can be happening here mm-hmm. and also we try and um, support different kind of creation creativities mm-hmm. yeah because we have uh, a lot of uh, resource or we know people in Taiwan and we have a lot of good partners uh, for example like you and yeah yeah yeah, 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 uh, yeah past and those um Good partners, so we're trying to um, bring the artists and their creativity, so their uh, works can be, you know, because we we could we we don't know uh, how far they can go further, but mm-hmm. we're trying to accompany uh, with them. Yeah, this is what we're trying to do. That's what I think about the exchange that we're running. Yeah. Is that what excites me so much? Is there there are artists who are uh, say working with choreography and digital but the digital is just decoration on mm, top of mm, the choreography mm. and so if we give them a digital mentor yeah. then they get it's like they have a very strong one arm because they always throw a javelin but then they get mm-hmm. to work out the other arm and then same in the other way where the digital artists that just get the dancer in to decorate mm. and dance in front of the lights yeah. <laughs> or the lasers or something but then we get them a choreographic mentor and then suddenly that person who had been designing lights becomes has a choreographic sensitivity in my this might be my bias Mm -hmm. but i think that dancing is one of the oldest technologies Mm. for what we can do for people and uh, like for each other and then for ourselves and then we just make it a little bit more um serious when we mm. do choreography <laughs> 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 yeah. 
and then a lot of um whenever we use technology it still has to become something that the body can experience again even if it's digital code it still needs to become light it still needs yeah. to become sound and so somehow the body and people gathering together like you said how can we make a place that doesn't have a form but can still move everybody mm-hmm. together yeah yeah how do we do that Oh, actually, you know, we trying to do our best, but but in here, of course, we um, we are running the campus, you know, in yes, here. Yes. And of course, we need to fit in phones and have some regulations, but less for the administration part. Yes. Yeah. So, um, and we because the, the bigger machine you need to run and you need to control the from the brand to arm um, oh, to legs yeah and that's the executive control yeah yeah that's that's the executive control but yeah. uh, uh, for the creativity power for the artist layer um, creations we don't want to join it and we're trying to support them as much as possible so so it's kind of like a boundary, uh, or it's kind of like a, how do I call um, the two arm? What are you saying? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So you, you balance out. Yeah, we're trying to balance. Yeah. That's and then sometimes make it so the other one doesn't know what the mm-hmm. other one needs to worry. They don't need to both worry about the same thing. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, of course we have some like regular meetings in here. Then let the different teams mm. they know what they are doing and what the, is the other teams they are doing. Okay. So uh, different um, things, you know, we need to uh, try to find also find the balance. Like negotiate. Yeah, always negotiate. negotiate. Yeah, but that's important for you know not only in the art societies. Yeah, and uh, the real societies as yes, well yes yes it's true because sometimes you don't know what you don't know yeah until somebody else is trying to make their thing good as well yeah and then you can be helpful to that um do you still do independent curating or uh <laughs> art do you, do you do any painting um, at home no, but actually, yeah, sometimes, you know, because I'm working in here in Slab, so um, if we work with other institutions, and that can be, uh, I can help them and as a consultant or as an individual curator, and that can be done. But, you know, in Slab, they didn't mention, I couldn't do my, uh, create my artwork. No. So no. I can... You know, I still can uh, do that, but you know, each each person only have twenty four hours <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm going to say, but you know, I'm doing my art things slowly, yes. slowly. Yes. Yeah, I think in Taiwan, people really use all those hours. Yeah, those hours. This is what I know. I thought, why is everybody still here? I'm. <laughs> I want to go home, but everybody else is still working. And then I, I think it's because you go to the night markets. Or like you get the milk tea in the afternoon mm. or whatever, the fruit tea, and then everybody's on the caffeine yeah, and they keep yeah. working. Yeah, the, I think lifestyle in Taiwan is really uh, mixed. Oh, yeah, okay. many things. You, f- 
for example, you can find different kind of food in Taiwan. Yes. Yeah, and even go to a night market. And but but I think that's also because of the history yes, here. Exactly. Yeah, from the uh, 16th centuries, like Dutch peoples they come, Spanish come, and yeah. Qin Dynasty, Ming Dynasty. Uh, Min and Qin and then Japanese people come. Oh. So the all the they bring different cultural yeah. foods and combine the different sensitivities. So many things could be happening in Taiwan, I think. How do you well this yes, and this leads on to the next question then, which is how do you think about Taiwanese mm. and Taiwanese art and Taiwanese future? Mm. Because really part of C Lab is a futurism. Yeah. And so there's a lot of responsibility to imagine the future or to mm. make it possible for the artists mm. to be working into it. So, um, yeah, because, you know, I work for the <coughs> like a museum or independent artist-run space before and also uh, I was booked for the residency, yeah. uh, for example, like Taipei Artist Village before as a direct layer. So when... Um, a mock they want to initiate they want to launch C Labs and we think that's the really really interesting and um inspiral project for Taiwan other things or other uh, environment. So that's why we always think that experimental can be like a um main cause of the here. So we allow or we uh, open for all kind of uh, kind of experimental things, but you know, use the downtown and this kind of seven hatchery and twenty six buildings in the uh, yeah in the campus here. Actually, it it really need to find a different balance. So, I only to say we are still uh, trying and we are still. Uh, find the results and trying to find the way out but we open everyone or an, a, any kind of possibility can be happening here mm-hmm. so we won't close the gate we just you know opening to negotiate or opening to uh, everyone or, or all, all kind of artists yeah. mm-hmm. wow is uh, is there anything you want to talk about that we haven't talked about? Mm. You have any questions, <laughs> or maybe you still have questions for yourself or for the future? Actually, you know, I I'm really c- curious actually about you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if I can answer, I will. I don't have yeah, any yeah, because you know, I know your background and. and Wow, this guy can do many things. I, I think you know. Uh, actually, I saw any other me, you know, in your ah, in no, your no, no, person. No, no. Actually, this is what I'm thinking. Oh, this young man, is <laughs> he did something really interesting. Yeah, when your boss, when I on the first day, oh, you're so young. Yeah, and yeah. I, I was like, oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, our CEO. Yeah, she she's nice, yeah. and she has really also open mind. Yeah. yeah, great. You need those people to support. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I what is a, there a more specific question than that? What I love doing is working the actual material, actually, yes. and what I think sometimes gets we get seduced into describing yeah. or 
uh, being around but never diving into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I try and bring the body back to the center. What is the affect on the artist when they're doing the work and then what experience are they inviting the audience in for? And then I also feel um, the anxiety of a host of a party whenever I curate an event. Mm-hmm. I want I want the people there to feel safe and to feel like they can make new connections mm-hmm. in exactly the same as if I was hosting a party at my house. Yeah. Um, so you're a good party DJ or (laughs) (laughs) well that's half of it yeah for sure Um, well at one of the exchange artists that we invited this year Rihanna Mm Head-Dusson we commissioned her to DJ for our party recently because she DJs on the side and that was that made such a difference also because of what she DJs and where that history comes from Um, but I no I think I think you can so easily think that you understand something if you can talk about it. Mm-hmm. But actually, you can really understand how to talk about doing a somersault or doing a circus or like doing a break dancing. Mm-hmm. But if you learn how to do it physically, you have a different understanding. And I think that has a, that's a different intelligence that is maybe more resource intensive and it doesn't transmit digitally and it takes a lot of time and sweat and effort and injury Um, but I think that's more um, somehow more actual Mm. so I I like thinking through things in language and then Mm -hmm. I also like thinking through things in the art form material itself Mm -hmm. through dancing through it or through um, composing music and then seeing how it affects me I'm not so good with drawing anything. <laughs> Maybe some take some photos. Sometimes do some side hobbies that are mechanical. Yeah. But mostly I get frustrated because I, I know what I want to do and I don't know how. Mm-hmm. And then I have to make new friends and meet new people yeah, and reach yeah, out. Yeah. And then I realize that I only thought that I knew what I wanted based on what I thought was possible. And now I know more things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, just like um, I was explaining when Yen Feng and I met up mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, instead of um, meeting up over coffee, we met up in the dance studio yeah. and we danced so that we met physically and then we knew more about each other. Okay. And uh, I don't think that it's like a mm. healing or a meditation yeah, or anything I like agree. that. I think <coughs> it's it's like when a musician meets. Mm, if you mm. play saxophone, I play saxophone, we've got to bring our saxophones. Yeah, <laughs> I think... Oh yeah, by the way, answer back your questions. Mm. I, uh, you told me um, uh, what Taiwan should be or can be. And actually, I always you know, suggestion all of the artists, you know, come over to here and to do the, their creativities. Yeah, because um, in here, in Taiwan, you can meet many people and also um, uh, it's easy to find different kind of material. So I think for the in the future, uh, or even right now, I think Taiwan is a good place, a good spot, can be a creative uh, hub for the art society. Yes. Then after we done the creation, then we can 
promote them to other country or other cities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we have a good technicians and mm-hmm. we have a uh, like good art supporters systems in here. So yeah, I'm encourage or I'm fully welcoming all the artists they come over to here yeah. to work with. You know, not only say that, but you know, you know, you already know a lot of like uh, Taipei Performance Art Center, uh, yeah, and Taichung Gechu and Upper House, yeah, and Wei Wu Yin, yeah, in Kaohsiung, yeah, and and these um, three, and also the uh, National uh, uh, Art Council. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and some outside of Tai, yeah, Tai-Pei yeah, Taipei, well, like, um, yeah, many more dance company and yeah, yeah. Gate and yeah, we will go exactly, there yeah. But this, yeah, it it's I'm also because I am a foreigner. Mm-hmm. I am thinking, I want to know Taiwan. So how do I know mm. what Taiwan is or who Taiwan is? Right. And then I just need to meet people, yeah, because everybody will be different, right? Yes, they will have a different, yeah, history. and. Uh, I um, Taiwanese people, we have the kind of mentalities. We uh, really welcome in the friends, and also we will uh, introduce different friends to them. <laughs> yeah, and connect with the one and one by one friends. Yes. And actually, you will you will meet everyone here. Yes. Okay. Right. <laughs> How many million people? <laughs> Absolutely everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, any other? Can I answer any other question? Any other Dark question mm-hmm. about anything else you're curious <coughs> about? I curious, oh, you know, why you also you asked me the yeah. same question? Why yeah. you jump, you know, from curator and to also ah, the other side the, the, your the, the, works? The, the. Yeah. Uh, hmm. as an accident mm. <laughs> because <laughs> because I uh, was dancing for other people's dance shows mm-hmm. and most often in either breaking or contemporary dance styles that I was working with the companies were smaller like maybe four or eight cast members and so the that's not enough to have a rigid hierarchy of ideas that's was such a small team is like a small business everybody mm-hmm. has to do every job yes. and so this became normal where even though you're only the dancer and your role is to know the choreography you also your role is to generate it your role mm-hmm. is to pass it on and your role is to know how what you do um impacts the other dancers as well as impacts the set and then that's going to impact the set designer and that's going to impact the composer because their sound will bounce off the set and so if you can think four steps ahead of how your actions Mm -hmm. will affect everybody else then i think that's a more considerate Mm. place to dance from yeah not just i need to do a head spin there so the floor needs to be softer than harder or whatever if you say but if i do that there if it goes well and I fall and I hit that piece of mm. fabric or whatever, then someone can cover for me because I know their choreography as well. So I think that, and also being in a breaking crew in Darwin where I grew up, which is same weather as this, yeah. um, uh, you, you arrive early to set up. You roll out your own flooring and the sound system and then you do it. So being a curator, I think, is the same. 
you arrive early, you make sure the artists have everything they need, and then you can see things maybe that they will realize later because they're so inside their work. And then you can try and think how to get them the material that they don't yet know to ask for. That's very well said. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I think with the those experience then, yeah, you can figure out, you can write, give them some answers, you know, what they they really need. Right, and even if the answers you give them, they completely disagree with, then they are more sure about what they do think, which is opposite to what you think. Yeah, yeah, I think. (laughs) But I think the the, the consideration to be on board with how do we make whatever this is the best that it can be, Mm. is to think, is not to wait until somebody asks you what they need, but to somehow try and imagine and and just put it there so that it, the friction is not around. So the the that is what a choreographer in a small team already does, mm. I think. And um, and you're not and then you're also thinking about how to make it so that these people that you're working with, not just employees, yeah, are maintained enough physically and emotionally that they can go to a very uh, impressive and not everyday place in their performance and that they want to come back and do it again Mm. um and so if you're asking a lot from people i feel like you should also offer a lot (laughs) uh and then the this happened also with composing music Mm. for other choreographers i would i would make many times more music than the dance required and so that whenever the choreographer was testing they would have music of mine to test against so i was trying to problem solve before they knew there was a problem Mm. but sometimes i thought the choreographer doesn't know what they want but the dancers have to work really hard so how can i make the music like (laughs) really (laughs) so that it's not such hard work for the dancers and then so sometimes you're thinking who is who am I composing for, the choreographer or the mm-hmm, audience mm-hmm. or the dancers mm. or the tech crew that have to listen to it 800 times when they're going on tour? And so, or myself that also has to listen <laughs> to it a lot. Uh, and then mm. I, um, I had these shows, which I imagine also this happened for you, where you wanted to do something, you wanted to get the right people involved and you wanted to support them with whatever they needed. And the the thing at hand was some technologies. So I made a show called The GIF of Dance Mm -hmm. and I didn't want the audience that lived in rural location or outside of a main city or who had to care for an auntie or a sister or a child or whatever to not be able to go to the theatre because the theatre is expensive or far away or culturally um, scary. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the dance show, we made a new dance show every day and we turned it into a GIF and we sent it to your phone as an SMS. Mm. And it was never public. It was never on social media. It was um, it was private. So you're not put into the mode of reacting with a, mm. a sh- reshare or a heart react or something. It's just here is a dance. It will loop forever because it's a mm. GIF. Watch it for as long as you want as it enthralls you or not. But then the challenge to myself and my team was how do we make a dance that is good enough to put on stage so that it's not just a reaction so that it's not just decoration so that's where the artistic challenge came in so kind of like a comedian 
how mm. can you tell a joke in just a Twitter 140 yeah. characters that still <laughs> makes somebody laugh? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I but I was only ever interested. This is one of my favorite quotes that. Uh, technology only becomes socially interesting when it becomes technologically boring Mm -hmm. and that sms is just everybody has sms yeah even if you have a a a phone that's not a smartphone um even if you have no data so there was like how do i make it so that even if even if there are barriers of interest it doesn't mean that there's um it's not accessible but but then i never let the art change because of that the mm. art still had to be theater level yeah to a level and that was always a challenge um but so accidentally i was using whatever tools i could that i had to use and then the job opened up um at critical path for a digital curator mm-hmm. who's supposed to be an artist in residence who who maintains the rigor of curator uh, uh, choreographic research yeah. um, within digital because often digital uh, as you know every artistic digital thing gets um, put into marketing or put into a content or mm. and and then you're like no but it could be revelatory instead yeah. of being advertising and so how do we maintain that how do we be rigorous with it and how do we think about the digital condition in society and on our bodies rather mm-hmm. than just thinking about um, social media, for example, or like how to... So that's why the platform we use for the Artist Exchange is a wiki because the technology is like 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what it means is that there's nothing that there's nothing to lead you beyond your own thoughts, your mm. own imagination. Um, so, but I I try I asked other people to apply for the job, okay. Because I was like, ah, oh, this job. If the wrong person gets it, it's <laughs> going to be so terrible. They're just going to make content. And so I went to three or four other people, mm-hmm. and mostly women, because quite a lot of tech jobs are oh, yeah. man heavy, and they were choreographers that I respected. And I was like, look, I think you should do this job. And they're like. Matt, it sounds like you're trying to make me do the work that you want to do. So just go and do it. And that's, I think that's how it happened. But, um, it's, but then I also curated an event called The Big Bounce. Do you know about this theory? It's like The Big Bang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But The Big Bounce says that we'll get to a point where the universe is at maximum. Yeah. And then it will contract again. Yes. Then it will explode again. Mm-hmm. And this was about how to move between thinking about dance as an institution or a mm-hmm. form mm-hmm. versus thinking about dancing mm-hmm. as a technology for how to move our bodies with each other and be together and understand this vessel that we're yeah. living <laughs> yeah. And the, the whole evening that I curated was all the things that you would usually do for dance as a, an institution or a form, like... Um, train, do some training, and then watching, and then panel discussion, mm. and and but instead I turned it all into a verb. So when you arrive, you do a groove therapy class, which is party yeah. dancing, mm-hmm. and then you watch some dance performance, house dancing, and contemporary dance. Angela Go did a solo, and then uh, as long as as well as some other people, and then it went into a panel discussion about dancing, the act, the verb of dancing, and then it went into a nightclub. 
Yeah. And we had some cars <laughs> with the boots open and subwoofers cool. pumping yeah, out. We yeah. had a DJ. And all of the artists were engaged in both sides. The, 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 the transubstantiating act of doing the dancing as, as well as reconsidering what that does to how we live together. Like the, the DJ, um, Cezo, she also had completed a philosophy major and um, on our radio interview when we were trying to get um, publicity for it was just quoting like, all these old dead white mm. guys mm-hmm. about how do we get better at living together? How yeah. can we maintain the individual within the collective? And then likening that back to how she um, curates her playlist mm. when she's DJing and how she responds and that. I was like, this is the practice. Yeah, yeah. Things like that. Yeah, so you can understand it in words and then you can try and do it and that's totally different, mm-hmm. right? Even if you talk to a very experienced, like a, a, an old mechanic mm-hmm. and they just listen to something and they're like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, it's that. <laughs> yeah. But they, like, they didn't, it's, it wouldn't make sense to tell them the technology word, like the technical word of a book or something. That's a long answer. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and so now all I do is I mm. get people in and I say, what do you need? Mm-hmm. Can you come and do something you're excited about? Um, so the upcoming publication, there's eight artists working through the wiki to mm. um, write there to draft live yeah, in yeah. the wiki and then <coughs> complete their submission mm. on... Uh, how will we take our bodies with us into the future? I see. That's the provocation. And then there's also four artists, including myself, who will work in a studio together for a week or two dancing in response to that question. Mm -hmm. And then we will make a joint submission to the publication. And so there's simultaneously a, a wiki exchange of just yeah, words and yeah. ideas and then also a physical exchange that needs to somehow get packaged up into a publishable. Mm-hmm. And then I will make those articles um, public because at the moment most of the wiki is private. Yeah. And so when you're reading the articles from people talking about in what manner, through what techniques, through what technologies, through what community institutions will our bodies move into the future? Will we abandon them? Will we augment them? Will we um, uh, will we enforce training regimes so that we're all super um, integrated physically? Uh, and then how far into the future? Um, that all of those articles will hyperlink to each other. And so it will be a non-linear reading mm. rather than a printed publication. But I also really like the idea of just printing the wiki yeah so it looks like like a printed email from the mm-hmm. late 90s or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll do both yeah yeah so uh, through your answer i think you know it's reminding you know, us a you know curator actually meanwhile in the same time you know we are more like um our like a human resource you know we're hosts yeah. yeah we're hosting yeah we're hosting and we also sharing you know um bring uh, we know uh, what is the artist they really need and we give them some advice so we introduce different partner to them right. yeah, yeah and to see what there can happen yes. and yeah. exactly like a party yeah or yeah yeah like the party like, like a small business one I, I met a very inspiring artist mm. um 
a few years ago who mm-hmm. has um, heritage from like the Borneo region. Mm. But after we worked together in a dance project, we found out that both our parents know each other mm. through her dad being a mango farmer and my mum doing <laughs> um, nursery and horticulture. And yeah. then we found out that her great uncle and my grandfather mm. worked together in trucking. Really? And so we have three generations that oh. we didn't know about when we started working together. And I think that interrelationship of enterprise or on a small business mm-hmm. And the luck is that we just don't, we're not trying to be profitable, I guess. So we don't have that pressure because <laughs> that's a lot more pressure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah. How do you host? How do you accommodate? Yeah. And then I'm also, now that I'm here, I'm thinking about how do I be a good guest? Mm-hmm. And that that's a different thing to think about as well. Well, like you said, when you go overseas, then people want you to speak on behalf of your entire peoples. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I know that's kind of pressures, though. Yeah, and sometimes you will feel, oh, why I can you know respect my country or my peoples? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But I do, th- I do think about it a lot. I think one of the things that we pass on to each generation, that's true, uh, uh, as well with our language and our thoughts, is our movement. Mm. Australian men learn to move in a way that takes up so much space that is so heavy mm. and that is quite rigid. Mm. And then Taiwanese men move very differently. It's just too hot. <laughs> yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah. That. You just got to be relaxed. Just got to <laughs> shuffle the feet. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But you know, I always encourage my students. You know, in the college, and also I, if you know, I weren't to suggestion my. Uh, my government, I, with, I will suggest them don't do the military service and mm. tell them, you know, let the young people when they are age 20 or 18 yeah, yeah, yeah. go to other countries to the mm. traveling, like you Australian people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. And they learn different, they see the world, yes. and when they come back to their motherland, they will bring yes. the different knowledge back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know mm. you know yourself through others. Yeah. Yeah. Um also I still take breaks from curating. Like mm. I, I made a show uh, last <laughs> month with a collaborator who's yeah. an installation artist. I see. And so I, so after that you come back and, and come into here. Exactly. Right? Cool. Because I think if I if I stop trying to work th- the materials which I say that I'm qualified Mm -hmm. of, which is the body, which is physicality, which is physical sociality, Mm. then maybe I'm not valuable anymore to the artist that I host. If, if, if I stop singing, maybe I am not as valuable as a singing teacher. I actually Mm. cannot sing very well. My (laughs) sister is a very good singer, (laughs) but you know what I mean? It's like, and this, and my brother even talks about this in trucking. He's like, I, I buy the new truck and I want to drive the truck because it's mm-hmm. so nice and flash, but actually I'm managing it. I'm on the phone all day. Mm-hmm. And so I try to think about, okay, some of my responsibility is to not fool myself with the seduction of words that I'm smarter than I am. I still need to try and I still need to keep doing the thing so that when somebody 
does the thing for me, then I can get up and respond in the same language, the same material. That's what was so fun about meeting uh, <laughs> Ke Young the other day, because yeah, yeah. Ke Young is popping, Mm-mm. and uh, we was I could demonstrate. Yeah. I could say, okay, you know, if you, it, it, you don't have to improvise. Maybe you want to freestyle yeah. because I know these words are different for the different dancing communities. Hopefully that is empowering to play rather than disintegrating and being lost and mm-hmm. not knowing not knowing if to trust your instinct or not. Yeah. We talked about a lot, hey. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else we haven't I covered? Think I'm, you think that's good? Yeah, that's I'm good. good. Yeah. Great. So